Hey, hello. Welcome to the show again. Mike Hobbs, Mortgage Madness with Mike Hobbs. Said that twice, beginning of the sentence, the end. I'm Mike Hobbs. I guess you figured that out. I've been in lending for 38 years, real estate, and some legal for that combined time as well. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to make this fun, uh, have some anecdotal stuff, uh, uh, some stories to tell uh, about things going on that are consumer advocacy-based, really. The point of the show is to try and provide some information you may not be able to get anywhere else or be able to get directly in, in a way that's meaningful to you. So I want to do that. And we encourage you to post your comments. You can do that. You'll see uh, that you're able to do that because we are live right now, live, live streaming. We're also going to be on YouTube. We're going to be on Facebook. Uh, we're live there. We're Facebook, uh, YouTube. We're also a podcast, Spotify, or any of the major uh, uh uh, podcast stations you can go to those so and see me there if you want and you obviously won't see me but you can hear me i did radio for almost 20 years two shows one was rebel realtors radio i think we have the logo there it is rebel realtors radio did that for a while and also did uh the predecessor to this which was mortgage madness and uh that was a radio show and there i am in my tights you can tell by the hair the quaff is uh brown there uh for those of you that can't see, yes, I'm wearing uh, spandex and uh, have a flying cape behind me and my hair was brown. So uh, I'm only 39 years old and I've been kind of uh, roughed up in the career. That's why I'm white hair. Anyway, those shows were great. And we were consumer advocates. We helped a lot of people. My partner, Dan, uh, was in that first uh, show with Mortgage Madness. So anyway, welcome to the show. We're going to talk about um, servicing and some things about making your payment that may be on your mind because of the economy and what's happening right now with rates and also with jobs. Servicing and hardship is kind of kind of go hand in hand sometimes. And certainly, even if you're not in hardship, the servicing problems, the mistakes, 85% of the servicing issues that have impact um, the consumer are really clerical errors with the uh, investors themselves, the servicers, the servicers who you make your mortgage payment to. We're going to talk about that a little bit. So that's cool. Um, I, I, I provide benefits that all home loan officers should but don't. And I say that in a way because I'm not just a home loan officer. Yeah, I'm very good at this. I've been doing it for 38 years and very good at it. And owned a very large mortgage company for 18 years myself. I now work for Loan Depot. You've got my NMLS number there. And so I'm a home loan officer with Loan Depot. But um, the, the issues associated with servicing in my career have become important to me to the extent that to help people that were losing their homes, I actually started a law firm. I'm not an attorney, so I, I can't. I can't have really started it without an attorney. So I partnered, I'm doing air quotes because of those attorneys that are listening out there, you know, a non-attorney cannot partner with an attorney. But air quotes, I uh, had a good friend of mine who was a retired judge, Antoinette Lewin, and we, she started Lewin Law. And then I was the general manager and ran it for her. And we, I did that based on many, many years of helping people save their homes uh, during hardship, starting back in 92, when I used to work directly with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, back in the day when you could actually pick up the phone and call Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and get somebody on the line. So last week, though, I want to digress a little bit. We talked about the buyer benefits bundle. We're going to come back to servicing in a second. The buyer benefits bundle is a way that we talked about last time, a way of taking money the seller would normally give up in a market like we have now here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. It's in other parts of the country, too. I lend in three states. And the California and Washington as well. And the um, the the problem that you have is that um, 
lend, lending, man, I lost my train of thought. We're live and I just lost my train of thought. That's what happens when you don't eat enough for lunch. Um, I was talking, I think about the servicing, I'm jumping around a little bit, then I went to buyer's benefit bundle, but it's what that money that a seller would uh, normally cut their price by. If you can take that money, that 20,000 we were talking about last week, and you can put that into uh, the, the buyer's hands and they can use that to buy down the interest rate, pay their closing costs. And actually Loan Depot is one of the few lenders in the country that does it is do loan curtailment, which means add to the down payment. You, you enhance the affordability for the buyer much more than you would uh, if you just drop the price. So keep that in mind. That's important. I see a lot of that out there right now. When you look on Zillow, uh, you can check it out. People are dropping price and and things like that. Sellers are. And, and you really shouldn't do that. Hold your price. If you're going to drop it 20 or 30 or whatever you're going to do, and unfortunately, that's happening now with the market shifting and rates going up, give it back to the buyer Give them that incentive to use that in a way to make buying your home more affordable. It doesn't matter if it's still that same price, 30 higher, 30 higher in sales price is not as it is worse for you, or I should say better for you when you get the money to offset the closing costs, buy down the interest rate and uh, help add to your down payment. So that's enough on buyer benefits funnel. Let's go to uh, servicing. So providing benefits that all loan, home loan officers should, but don't comes is manifest in Things I do outside my day job, which is lending, and I'll take you back in some stories. So back in the day when we had um, Washington Mutual, everybody remembers, or a lot of people remember Washington Mutual, a big company. I actually strapped, I, it, uh, it was for a the purpose of helping someone save their home loan. We couldn't get the servicer, it was uh, Washington Mutual at the time, to work with the, the borrower. They were losing their home. And so I showed up with a Halliburton briefcase handcuffed to my my wrist. And I went to the guard gate and I was chatting with the guards going, hey, uh, are you guys packing? And the guys, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, you packing? I mean, you're carrying heat. You got heat. You, get, you got a gun? No. And I would joke about sprinting past the guard gate to get in. I said, I got a million dollars in this briefcase. I need to know who to give it to. And those were things I used to do to get in. I would get in and I would get an audience because it was just outlandish. And that's really what I do. I'm a big dude, 6'3 and 230. And, and so I could carry myself well and carry it off. Another one was a couple that was losing their home and the Bank of America would not work with them. So I showed up at their headquarters in Simi Valley at the time and uh, hung out with the smokers out there and they had a smoking area and I'd hang out there and chat with some of the employees and I'm not an employee. I just showed up and they talked to you and they'd go in and OSHA didn't uh, make that door close fast enough. Their requirements for a door closing from the outside on, on the back of that building uh, moved much slower than I could. And I outpaced that closing door and I would get my foot in there and I would actually go into the building, Bank of America. Yeah, risky, a little a little daring. Yeah, absolutely. But I've, I've had the cops called. I've had uh, people threaten to throw me out. I've, I've, it's been, been a wacky time in the business, but I've enjoyed that consumer advocacy, really putting myself out for the consumer to help them save their home. So when we talk about servicing today, who you make your mortgage payment to, and I, and I want Keegan. Keegan's my producer, and if I don't treat her right and say hi to her, she can actually make me look pretty ridiculous. And she has an occasion. There she goes. There's a picture of a clown up for those that can't see it. That's what she'll do to me if I'm not nice to her. So Keegan, would you please, in the nicest way I can say it, would you put up the uh, the Idaho uh, Housing and Finance uh, Association there? Uh, little logo thing. There you go. So that's populating for those that can't 
can't see this on the podcast. They're talking about attention Idaho homeowners. And they're talking about if you're having and struggling, having trouble making your payments, struggling making your payments, that contact them. Uh, they have a fifty thousand uh, dollar opportunity to help you use that money to uh, become current. And this is not the COVID related incidents. This is actually now starting to come out more and more on the internet. You're seeing this on Facebook a lot. And those ads are because a problem exists. This is a solution that's coming out now because uh, that entity is obviously having some servicing issues, meaning people are not making their mortgage payments in a timely manner. And this may happen again and again. It happened in 07. It's happened back in the 90s. That's when I started doing this, doing the work uh, with writing uh, modifications with uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so this may happen again with interest rates going up, with people being out of work, potentially with uh, hardships coming in our economy, our economy in the state that it's in, in um, being close to a recession, um, certainly with inflation like it is. It may mean that some folks aren't making enough money and things costing more. They're not making enough money now to uh, keep food on the table and they're going to make that choice food on the table for their family versus making the mortgage payment. And I'm telling you that the servicer is kind of like, they're going to act like your best friend. If you fall into that situation, they're going to act like your best friend. They want to help you out, just like IHFA is saying there. Um, but it's kind of like going being divorced and uh, you're, you're dating a gal, say from a guy's perspective, and you go to your ex-wife for advice on how you should, you know, how you should act with your girlfriend. She may give you advice, but it's not the greatest source to get advice, your ex- it's not the greatest source to get advice for your new girlfriend. So they may act nice and they may be civil and they'll offer you some options. I'm telling you now, research that, do that. Don't not take the advice, but be careful about how you, you do that. So one of the benefits I provide, if you are in trouble, you're getting in trouble, you feel like you're in hardship, you can always give me a call. My information's down below. It's not my day job. I don't charge anything for this. I just, I, I love talking about it because there's resolutions out there for uh, consumers, for homeowners that you may not know about or pathways you can take that are not going to be obvious to you from the servicer. Um, I'll give you another story, an example. Uh, Fred is a guy who last year, uh, his servicing sold. And we're going to end with what it means when you have servicing retained or servicing sold. Uh, uh, one of my old employers, Umqua Bank, they retain a lot of their servicing, if not all of it. I hesitate to say all of it, but I, I think they do almost all of it. They retain the servicing. So when you get a loan through them, that's who you make your mortgage payment to ongoing. A Loan Depot, who I work for now, does that some of the time. And so the concern is for some people with any of those that remember the hardships from servicing and communicating in 2008 era, they may say, hey, I want to know my loan is going to stay with the bank that I go with or the lender I go with. Loan Depot will, uh, at uh, on request uh, through me, they will uh, hang on to that service and not release it. So you can have, have that uh, comfort level, if you will, that you're going to be making your payments to Loan Depot. But even if they were to sell it, even if Umqua did or anybody else did out there, if they sold that, it really doesn't matter if you have somebody that can speak the language of servicing. And again, that's the benefit I speak. So if you get into trouble, like Fred did, for example, his loan was sold. The lender was Freedom Mortgage. They picked that up. They ported that in. Uh, he was a non-impounded loan, which meant he paid his taxes and insurance on his own. 
school. You can do that. We, I don't recommend it because it's no skin off your teeth. You might as well let the bank take it. It saves you money in your cost of your loan if you let them do it. But Fred decided with whatever bank and serve, you know, lender he got, he was going to do it on his own. Been doing it faithfully for years. The loan was sold. The new lender took it. They took it in. Uh, it was reported when it was ported in, it was ported in as an impounded account, meaning he had to make his uh, taxes and insurance payments in the mortgage, but he didn't. He kept making the payment. They kept taking it. It went around about a year before they did an audit and they found out that he was short in the escrow account. Well, compoundingly was not just because they thought he should be putting the money in there so they could pay it, but what they did is they paid out of his escrow account, which didn't exist, had zero balance in it, they paid another APN, another parcels tax. So for some other homeowner, they paid their $3,000 tax bill out of his account. So now he has what they call a negative surplus. He has 3000 negative in his account that he didn't spend. It wasn't his to spend. He didn't have the money. They shouldn't have written the check that way. And so they goofed. And so now when they find out, they do the audit, they say he owes 3000 say he can pay us the 3000 now, or we're going to take you to foreclosure. And so what he did was through this arguing over months before he connected with me, that he couldn't get them to get off the stick. And they were in foreclosure. They stopped accepting his payments. They were putting those in abeyance and they were getting ready to foreclose on it. I got involved. It took me four hours on the phone. I'm holding my fingers up for those who can't see, four hours. Four hours on the phone with the servicing manager and the escrow account manager. And finally the light bulb went on in about the third hour. It took us another hour to fix it. And they realized the mistake. So when it was brought in, it was cataloged incorrectly and that created it. And then compoundingly, they wrote a check out of his account, which had zero money. It'd be like me writing a check out of your bank account. You have zero balance in your checking account. And I wrote it and I have no authority to do so. And that's what happened. So I was able to resolve that just because I speak servicing and I understand the, the mechanisms and all the things that go on in it. And I was able to help Fred out, but it took quite a while. So if you're fearful about working with a lender like Loan Depot or a myriad of others, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, they sell their servicing because there's money in selling the product. They Those that retain it, great. But I think you're going to see that a lot of companies are going to be selling their servicing uh, for various reasons, uh, limits on their pipes and things. There may even be um, governmental changes that require them to keep certain thresholds and they can't hold uh, too many on their books and what have you. So it's never a guarantee that you're going to stay with the lender uh, as the servicers. They're going to remain the servicer. At the end of the day, if you ever get into trouble and you can't solve it yourself, and there are laws that protect you, but a lot of times you don't know them, you don't find them, the servicer is slow to act, and then mistakes like you know Freedom Mortgage made with Fred uh, can occur. So if you ever run into that trouble, you have you have an advocate here. I'm passionate about walking the journey to homeownership and maintaining that while eliminating eliminating the dread the inconvenience and the unknown associated with that process, the home loan process. So I'm really passionate about that. So I did radio for almost 20 years in those two programs and others as well. I was invited as a, as a guest uh, uh, host on many other programs, but that's uh, very important to me. Um, 
talk a little bit about the background. I already did. I'm not going to bore you with that. Lee Law, we started. We helped a lot of people there. 92, I was working with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to solve servicing. There's a Lee Law logo. So we did that. Just banged the mic. Sorry if that hurt anybody's ears. I'm not used to having it here in front of me. So it's uh, the first time we're doing that. And hope I sound better now on uh, Spotify. I didn't, didn't think the sa- it sounded too well. Um, so again, we're podcasting on all the major uh, podcasts, uh, Spotify and all of them, also on YouTube and also on Facebook. You can find there. You can also, uh, while you're listening live, you can post any questions you have. Um, but I wanted to talk about servicing today because I think with the economy and the state that it's in, I really do believe that people are uh, possibly going to have some hardship coming up and it's going to be choices between making your mortgage payment or keeping food on the table. I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, we, I've lived through that through two uh, different downturns in economies, the one in the mid nineties and again in the 2007, eight, nine through uh, 12 period and helped a lot of people resolve their issues with main keeping their home. We had a program called stop, stay, keep. And I think Kagan's going to throw up that logo here. Stop uh, the foreclosure uh, stay in your home and keep the dream alive was the uh, premise behind that. And we did, uh, we saved thousands of homes for people. And uh, I still do that work pro bono. So I guess servicing releases shouldn't be a concern for you, but if it does happen, um, you know where to go. You can reach out to me if the bank doesn't uh, provide you the help. Again, it's uh, a little difficult uh, to sometimes get uh, accurate information from them. Hey, tune in. Uh, we'll be next week, Wednesday. We're doing it today, Tuesday. Keegan's going out of town, I think, and having some fun, doing something fun. So we push the show up a day on Tuesday. But I'm Mike Hobbs. You're listening to Mortgage Madness. You're watching me here on Mortgage Madness. And I promise I will eat something before the next show starts so I don't go, uh, and forget what I was saying. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.